Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Just pick up the phone today, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. We could talk investing. We could talk retirement. We could talk uh, your routine on gathering information. I highly recommend people have a brokerage account. Once you have a brokerage account, you have access to a lot of research, whether it be Fidelity or Vanguard, whether it be Schwab. You have an account. There's research there, and I highly recommend you get kind of used to seeing what it is and what it feels like. Sometimes it's a standard and poor sheet, but it gives you a lot of information. Start playing with it. There's something in your local library called a value line. You don't have to go out and spend a lot of money. <clears throat> and I, don't, I recommend that you don't go out and spend a lot of money. So start by using your library for some investment and investor resources. Um, that's my opinion. You know, um, read some books. Don't go grandiose, though. Don't get this big idea that if you read one book, it's going to teach you the secrets of trading. If you read one book, it's going to teach you how to make a million dollars out of $50,000. It's probably not going to happen. That's probably the mistake that I see a little bit too often is that people go too far, aim too far ahead too fast. And I think you should take your time. Um, I think you're in no amazing rush. Uh, in your 20s and 30s, you should be accumulating wealth slowly. Get some money put aside in cash and then consider saving it and converting it into another vehicle. Um, 
I like buying index funds until you know what you're doing. And right around $100,000, that's when I say, okay, take a shot at one stock. $100,000 is most, should be mostly in index funds, small cap, mid cap, maybe something like a S&P 500 type fund. And then spin the wheel of, of individual stocks. And maybe you do something that was around when you were a kid. Maybe you go with something like a Nike. Maybe you go with something like a Facebook, which wasn't around when you were a kid. But it's a big company and it's pretty, everyone knows a lot about it. It's not like you have to have that feeling that someone's whispering in your ear. This little company is taking aluminum and turning it into gold. No, 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 no. This company makes shoes. Millions and millions and millions of people wear their shoes. No, no, Rob, I got this company in Reno that what they do is they take car batteries and they repurpose them into nuclear power. No, 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 no. I want you to go after Disney, where millions and millions of brats go to the parks every year. Saddest place on earth is the Disney parking lot at 8 p.m. when all the kids are going home. They're exhausted. Their parents have been dragging them, ripping their arm from their shoulder socket. They're sunburned. They've had too much sugar. That $10 Coca-Cola. Just anything to shut them up. But no, Rob, I've got this idea for a stock investment. Listen to what they do. This one... This one can read your mind and it tells you where to buy stuff. No, 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 no. Go with Coca-Cola. They've been selling stuff that rots your teeth for years and years and years and we still buy it. Go with Philip Morris. They've been selling cancer in a stick and we still buy it. Well, maybe not. Um... I think the biggest mistake that I see people make is that they, they have to find a stock that no one knows about. And one of the problems is that when no one knows about it, well, no one's there to buy it. No one's there to sell it. We've all fallen for it. We've all fallen for, I think I got the, the secret. There was one, we all know my dad died of cancer, right? Pretty horrific. Uh, pretty fast, all things considered. You know, I guess it happened over a five-year period, so it wasn't that fast. But lung cancer, they cut it out, and then he's good for three years, four years, then he comes back, and, well, he didn't make it through the second round. So I invested in a company called Cryomedical Sciences, which did this thing that would freeze prostate cancers. So you get a picture of the cancer on, like, I guess an X-ray or some sort of visualization tool. And he can kind of go in there and chop it out. And freezing seemed better than... It doesn't even make sense now, 15 years later, to be quite honest with you. It's almost like, was I really that stupid? Uh, did I buy that story? Forrest Gump? That's a great story, and you tell it so well. I hated Forrest Gump. Hated it. only thing I hated more than Forrest Gump was <coughs> was Rain Man. Something about simpleton men doesn't work for me. So in investing, you want to stay away from the Forrest Gump stocks. Story stocks will get you into a lot of trouble. 
a lot of trouble. Uh, now Nike, this quarter they're going to make 1.6 billion. Well, maybe next quarter they make 1.4 billion and people are really upset. Maybe the next quarter after that they make 1.3 billion and people are angry. That's when you buy the stock because let's take a look at that number. Joe, did he just say 1.3 billion? I did. It's the do re me, so to speak. Long story short, I don't know if I could do a long story short at this point in time. I tend to find that the mistakes that people make most when it comes to investing in stocks are they, they think they know something that everyone else doesn't know. Um, and yeah, you can take a story stock. I took cryomedical from about a buck fifty to about three dollars, four dollars. Oh, and they're a Canadian to make things worse. Ugh. And then it went all the way down to zero. So there was a period of time and, you know, you just got to be careful. I grew up in a different age and I don't feel like it's it's that bad now. But in the 80s and 90s, there was a lot of stock newsletters. And people would go like, hey, I, let, let's go to the mailbox. Do, 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 do. And there'd be a newsletter that came out, the Red Ship Review, which is still around. And red chips are kind of like, they're hot and sexy stocks, right? Blue chips are like big and stoic. Um, so the Red Ship Review would come out, and I'm not knocking the Red Ship Review, but they'd be like, we found this little company that makes uh, Kai tea infused soda. And they're out of the Pacific Northwest right now, and they're growing fast. And you'd be like, that sounds good. I like Kai Ching soda. But then they have to face off against Coca-Cola and Pepsi. And that's a tough one to win the space game in the stores. Anyway, be cautious on trying to think that you know something that everyone else doesn't know. Be cautious trying to hit the home run. I'd much rather have a guy who can hit lots of singles, get on base, and work the count. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So when I was 19, 20... I went on a first date with a woman named Juliet, and we went on a running date. So we're going to put on running clothes, and we're going to talk to each other while we're jogging. And uh, I guess we did dinner first, and then we we, somehow we we started running kind of late at night um, at sunset. Virginia is very hot, so you always kind of wait for that break in the heat when the sun breaks. So... Right around mile four, I don't like running with other people because I think we all kind of jog and run at our own pace and on our own 
stride and some people like sidewalks and some people like to stay on the road. Some people like to go with traffic. Some people like to go against traffic. She did a straight line into gravel. She This was her home course, so she knew everything. And then she took a turn. So I, I followed her. And when I turned, my ankle went. And boom, busted up my knee. Uh, turned it into hamburger, essentially. So by this time, it's like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. And you know, she needed to get to bed early because she works 6 o'clock in the morning kind of thing. Me too. So... I was at her place, which was about five miles, six miles from my home. And I was like, I ah, just head on in. I'll, I'll be fine. I'll just drive home and bandage myself up. And I was at the point where I couldn't even drive. I was losing so much blood. I mean, I needed stitches. But here's the problem. I didn't have health care. So I go to one of those all-night units and uh, health care places, and I said, okay, um, how much is it going to cost to get my knee fit, foot put back together and stitched up? And she goes, I can't tell you until, you know, we see what we got here and we see what we do. I'm like, how much are stitches roughly? Because I'm assuming you're going to clean it up and stitch it up because I can stand on it. There's not a lot of, there's no muscle damage. There's nothing like just the basic. If that's what I asked for, that's what I asked for. She says, I can't tell you. And I said, is it could be 300 or is it could be 3,000? She said, I can't tell you. And at, at this point in time, I've basically lost my mind because I'm one of those people, if I go in, I'm going to pay my bill and I can't afford 3,000, I can afford 300. And if I'm not going to die, then I'm not going to do 3,000. So ultimately, I had a friend who was in veterinarian school and called her up, and this is like 1 o'clock in the morning now. And she looked at it and she took the gravel out of my knee um, so she's like studying to be a vet, right? And I'm letting her treat me like I'm a, a wounded animal. Uh, she's cleaning all the gravel out and she stitches me up as best she can. Um, not very well. So I've got a, a wicked scar on my knee. But that's the problem with the healthcare industry and that's the problem with our society. That's a problem. Is we don't know what the cost is. So, like dental work? Um, how much is it going to cost to replace a tooth? It, it could, no one knows. There's not exactly a sign on the wall. If you go to In-N-Out Burger, you see the sign on the wall for how much it is to eat dead animal. And you can get dead animal, animal style, which is kind of funny. Dead. And you see the exact price. Not so much with healthcare. And that's how some people get in some big, bad financial situations. Switching gears ever so slightly is becoming a new parent. It's a huge undertaking. And imagine if, on my first date, I made a baby with Juliet. Not only did I not have health care, I didn't have a job. I was still in college, right? <laughs> um, and then you get into a situation of, okay, well, maybe you drop out of college and maybe you take care of the kid and you got to, you know, earn money. Um, we ignore a lot of things that we should be paying attention to. There's uh, more and more, you know, some companies like Netflix and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Etsy, they offer generous paid parental leave policies. And it's one of the hot trends right now in benefits for working at a company. People don't work in companies that you know give bad benefits or they don't want to. 
when I give speeches like at Visa, they're upset they don't get free sushi like the people at Google do. They don't care that they have a very generous 401k match, cash cash account match, a very generous adoption policy, a very generous vacation holidays, very, very generous. Uh, people want what's important to them, and one of the more important perks right now is getting more time off so that when you become a new papa or a new mama, that you can actually spend time with a child. Um, According to analysis, working families in the U.S. lose out on over $20.6 billion of potential wages because of lack of access to paid family and medical leave. This is in addition to the $8.3 billion in lost wages stemming from a lack of access to affordable child care. So billions of dollars are tied up in the United States or lost because of child care issues. And I, I find that to be a little on the sad side. Uh, to be fair, it's kind of a lot on the sad side. And it's it's unfortunate. Um, Wells Fargo was in the news. 2016, we learned that Wells Fargo has an issue with they were opening accounts in your name. So you would go in and have a like a bank account, a checking account, and they'd open a savings account in your name, or they'd open a credit card in your name. You'd go in and get an auto loan, and they'd open a credit card as, just as well. And that's how some employees were getting bonuses, by how many accounts did you open. So what's scary about that is, is, and it's all water, it's not water under the bridge. What's scary is how much data you give to them for free. You give to them in the assumption that they're going to take care of that data, and then they steal that data and sign for you. Um, that's pretty crazy. Yes, you kind of expect that from pirates, and you kind of expect that from, like, Russian hackers. Uh, they're going to get inside your computer and maliciously steal it. In this case, this was, you need to review your credit on a regular basis. It doesn't take very long. And I've got a dating tip called, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. And you're like, ooh, Robin is dating tips. Are we getting naked? Kind of. I want to see your credit report. I want to see the real you. Now, you can sit there and go, I'm a great employee, and I take, I don't, I don't vacation very much, and I don't buy new cars. I'm very frugal, very frugal. And your credit report may tell me the exact opposite. So, anyway, it's, it's super important to check your credit and the credit of the person you love. Um, I've seen marriages 30 years in, and the man learns that she's got a spending problem. And like, where did that come from? Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show.
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm a big fan of writing things down. Really big fan of writing things down that you believe. Um, for instance, um, I think it's nice to have standards, and one of them is um, I will only date women who have more than 26 teeth. I don't need the full 32 anymore. I used to be a big fan of 32 teeth, but now I'm 26 is good enough. Okay, no, we don't have to go totally in that segment, because obviously I'm kidding. But for instance, um, in my 30s, I'd be like, I'm not going to date anyone under 25. I'm not going to date anyone over 45. I kind of want to have something that's kind of in my wheelhouse if I actually might know that person. So having standards that you can say out loud, having standards to write down. Um, there was a girl that I have, had a massive crush on in second grade, and I know this doesn't even make any sense, but I carved my initials in a tree with her initials in a tree. And writing it down made it real. Otherwise, it's just in your head. That's why I think if you love someone, go give them a hug today, male or female. Give your loved one a hug. Writing it down, saying it out loud, makes it true. Taking action. So one of the people that I really dig, financially speaking, and I come back to again and again and again, is stupid stuff like Benjamin Franklin. The whole Yankee Doodle song is a little upsetting. But the American Revolutionary War was pretty fascinating to me as a kid. And, you know, the, the characters that we learned about during that period of time. You know, George Washington, I shall not tell a lie. Um, you chopped on that cherry tree. You just did tell a lie. And I'm going to chop off your hand. Um, <clears throat> I was angry at him for that one. So Benjamin Franklin was the one that was more interesting to me. And one of the things that he said was, money never made a man happy yet, nor will it. The more a man has, the more he wants. I totally agree with that. Money doesn't provide happiness. It's less than that many people still have a very difficult time remembering and understanding. It helps. There's no doubt about it. It helps. It's far better to have money than it is to not have money when it comes to making decisions that are going to make you happy. I think it's tool. Help you do things that make you happy, uh, but can't in itself bring happiness. So I think it's kind of important to learn sooner rather than later so as to uh, not disappoint yourself for a long period of time. Um, Having money is is wonderful, but it also creates a situation of what am I going to do next year to make as much? What am I going to do next year? What am I going to do next year? And sometimes life's what happens. You don't actually get out and enjoy things because you're always pursuing things. Now, this was always a tough one for me as a kid. But as an adult, I get it. A penny saved is a penny earned. Um, I see a lot of kids get toys that are going to be broken within a week or two weeks. And it drives me crazy because I'm like, that's just going to go straight to landfill. And then on top of it, it's, it's, you know, I don't think that's a positive thing in any way, shape, or form. Um, Franklin's most famous personal finance tip is a penny saved, is a penny earned. 
quantitatively, when you consider that most people calculate the earnings prior to taxes, a penny saved is actually worth more than a penny earned. Because if you go out and earn a penny, you get taxed 10% on it for living in the state of California. If you get taxed 10% on it for spending in California, if the federal government takes 25%, if Social Security takes 3.8%, like, so a penny saved, woohoo, is actually more than a penny earned. So if you earn 10 bucks an hour, you know, you're only going to see like $7 of it after taxes. So saving money is the number one key to building wealth and becoming financially successful. I highly recommend you grasp that. You get it. You learn it. You love it. You live it. Um, not only do you have to earn money, save money. So when you earn more money, save more money. A lot of times people will be like, well, I'm making $100,000. I just got to raise to $110,000. Instead of saving an extra 3000 of that 10000 they spend all of that 10000 Well, I'm already saving 15000 I'll save 18000 now. You can do it. So saving's important, earning's important, and then investing is important. The three work hand in hand. You get more successful the more you earn. You get more savings the more you save. You get better returns the more you invest if you're good at it. Ben Franklin once said, an investment in knowledge always pays the best interest. Man, did I hate that as a kid. Because that sounded to me like go read a book when I wanted to play baseball. But investing in yourself is just as important as saving for the future because it can help you get more earnings. Franklin is attributed with saying, early to bed, early to rise, keeps a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. That's my best Benjamin Franklin impression. And you can't really dispute it because there's, I don't think, maybe there, are there any recordings of Franklin? Probably not. Probably not. Hey, everybody, I'll be here all night. It's me, Ben Franklin. Don't forget to tip your waiters and waitresses. Oh, and try the veal. It's delicious. Veal. Do we really need to eat veal? My my cow friends say no. <clears throat> my baby cow friends, that is. I know you're saying, you've got baby cow friends. We were just talking about this uh, during one of the breaks, how people in radio don't really have friends. We kind of know other people in radio. <clears throat> so investing in yourself is super important. An investment in knowledge always pays the best interest. Uh, Franklin was known to frequently burn the midnight oil, studying languages like French, Italian, Latin, Spanish. That got him a lot of knowledge. It served him well in the colonies in his travels. Uh, it got him the support of the French during the American Revolution, uh, paying dividends, uh, learning those languages. Learning languages is not easy. Never stop learning. Never, ever stop learning. I think that's what they say about sharks. They never stop learning. Or is it they never stop moving? I don't know. It's one or the other. I'm not quite sure. But if you have a chance to take a class to further your education, go for it. Instead of watching 16 games of the NFL this year, where I assure you the San Francisco 49ers don't care about you. They're not going to add you to the roster of, we need a couch coach. We need someone sitting at home, watching all our games, learning all of our tendencies, and, and, and picking, picking up, telling us what to do. NFL's going to get you nowhere. But if you want to do it, do it. I'd prefer you take a class. If you're single, take a painting class. Not a lot of guys take painting classes. Um, study things that interest you. 
Library cards are free. Um, okay. Benjamin Franklin once said, having been poor is no shame. Being ashamed of it is. And I love that one because that one clicked with me in my 20s. When I started becoming a man who was dating women. I was a soccer player, so I had legs of a god. Women would look at my legs and cry. Men would look at my legs and just weep. Openly start to weep. I still have great legs. Um, but, eh, maybe a, maybe a two-pack covered with some flab. So not exactly, you know, ripped if that says anything. So when you start hanging out with members of the opposite sex, you're like, okay, we're at the pool. I'm going to take my shirt off last. Or, okay, let's turn off the lights. Then I take off my shirt. But once you get over that shame, it's like, whoa. It's so empowering. And it, everything in life is empowering. It's okay to be poor. It's okay to be middle class. It's okay to be wealthy. Just don't be ashamed of it. It's okay to be working towards success. Just be honest with yourself that you're actually working towards success. Franklin was a self-made man who believed that success was derived through hard work, through diligence, through study. His own beginnings were humble. But he progressed through entrepreneurship and lifelong learning. Remembering the crushing weight of debt, of poverty, it might just be the motivation required to sustain your personal frugality and ensure that you can have a better future for yourself and your family. Um, I came from a real middle-class family, super middle-class. Probably would have been wealthier if my dad didn't have six kids. Get this, my mom, when she was 18... When she was 18, thought she could get pregnant by sitting on a toilet seat. Ain't that something? Say what? I know. I love my mom, but we came, we come from humble beginnings. And to this day, uh, my last year or my last year of taxes, it probably would have taken my dad seven years to make that. Maybe eight years. And I still live a very, very middle-class life within reason. So learn not to be ashamed. If you need to take a year off um, and you're not making money and you're going to take care of your family, take care of your family and be proud of it. Um, but know where, you're, know where your level of I need to get back to this is. Benjamin Franklin, who's on the $100 bill, said that he that is of the opinion Money will do everything, may well be suspected of doing everything for money. You should be in charge of your money. It shouldn't be in charge of you. Don't live beyond your ways and means. He said, rather go to bed without dinner than to rise in debt. Don't live beyond your ways and means and get out of debt as quickly as possible. Credit card debt's evil. If you're carrying it month to month, that's bad. Pay it off. You can't afford paying 12 to 18%. You're not making 12 to 18% more every year. Uh-uh. You can't buy something for $100 and pay $112 for it. That's stupid. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblackshow.com, Twitter, or Rob Black Show. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
Cameron on Black talking money, investing, and more. What's on your financial mind? Sometimes I do a show that's all about investing. Sometimes I do it all about retirement. Sometimes I tie in housing. These are all financial components in our life. There's no doubt about it. I think it's critically important that you kind of learn and feel there's retirement, there's taxes, there's investing, there's credit and debt, there's saving, there's spending, there's college, there's cars, there's insurance, and much, much more. One area that I want you to be really aware of is what I would almost call money leaks. This is where you lose money. It kind of like leaks right out of your lifestyle, right? Because um, it, it's it's probably happening. Let me give you an example. Um, insurance on old vehicles. If you have cars or trucks sitting in the garage, driveway, that barely get any road time, or maybe you're paying insurance on other types of vehicles like boats or motorcycles, they can kind of become permanent fixtures on the landscape of your pavements. Sometimes, uh, for instance, I inherited a moped from a grandparent. So it was like a 1960s moped, and it took me months and months and months to get it in working condition. Had to get insurance on it, pick it out on the road, and basically it blows up after using it once. But back in the garage it goes until I decided months and months and months and months and months of work to go back into it. Did I remember to cancel the insurance? Marco's falling asleep. He's in a food coma. (laughs) It's my favorite. Oh, um, other th- areas that just drive me insane. It's only a waffer thing. Yeah, I couldn't another thing. I'm absolutely stuffed. Bugger horse. I work at a radio station where the general manager brings in food and dumps it on the board up. <laughs> he eats it. No, 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 he shovels it. And he falls asleep like three minutes later. It's awesome. He's got the head tilt going back. I so badly want an air horn. So badly want an air horn to sneak up behind him. Okay, okay, wait, wait. Back to content. Back to content. Um, bank fees. Oh. When you start paying, this is one that drives me nuts. Are people that go to ATMs and they're like, I just need $20. And they put in their bank card and it's a $3 fee because it's out of uh, network. I'm like, are you really paying 15% to get your own money? Well, yeah, like I need $20. So I highly recommend if you're going to pay the $3, get $200. So it kind of waters it down and or get a credit card and or get a debit card and or get Venmo on your phone or any other pay service on your phone. But that's crazy to throw away money like that. I look at it as if I kind of see myself as a, well, I'll be honest with you, a dancer. Kind of an exotic dancer. I work hard for my money. I don't get up there and shake it for nothing. I have to work for this body. So every dollar that I get is super important to me. I'm not giving $3 back to the bank just to get my own money. That's insanity. Well, this is my big finish coming up. Tassels and all. Tassels and all. 
Okay, and I'm done. The radio is the theater of the mind. Think about that for a second. I'm dead sexy. So anyway, other areas that we throw money away money, uh, the gym memberships. Oh, I don't mind having a gym membership, but if you don't go five times a week, I think you're throwing away money. And there's a thing called the gym called sidewalks, um, and you can actually run on them. Um, there's, you know, rivers that you can swim in. You don't have to pay 300 200 $400, whatever it is for your family membership. Um, but there's also other memberships that we throw away money on. Netflix, Hulu, Spotify. Um, every now and then I go on a trip and I, I get Apple Music. I pay nine ninety nine. I load up my phone with music, so when I'm flying, if it's ten hours, basically I get all the albums that I want for nine ninety nine or what have you. And then I, then I, the moment I get back from vacation, I cancel the service because I don't listen to music all that often. And when I do at home, I could do Pandora. I could, there's other services. There's something called radio. That's free. So um, I had a car. I know someone that had a car that had XM satellite radio on it, which is not cheap. It's cheap with the first year, and it's twice as expensive in the second year. So the first year, it's like 12 bucks a month. You're like 120 bucks. You're like, well, I get Howard Stern. I get commercial free music. I drive 300 hours. The average person drives 300 hours a year. So you start doing the math, and you're like, okay, that's not bad. But next year, it turns into 240 bucks a year. Oh, and then you crash your car, and they auto-renew it unless you cancel your service. It's those auto-renews, which are the devil. Um, credit card, late payments. You know, if you have credit card rewards, if you got like $2,000 cash back waiting for you, and you miss a payment, you lose that $2,000 cash back. So if you got the cash back rewards, and even the air, air miles, don't ever pay it late. Or get your damn cash back every month. Or go on your flights every month and use those miles. Um, so that's super important. Uh, mobile overages and outdated plans. Um, I know some people that have the unlimited AT&T phone plan on data, and they're not about to give it up over their dead body. Uh, but check out your plans and have no shame. Call your cable company and say, I don't, I'm not watching Game of Thrones anymore. I want to renegotiate my rate or I want to, I want to cut HBO. And they will do everything they can to lower that price for you. Well, I see that you're an excellent customer. And we'll do it this one time. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.